sir. Uh, day late, dollar short. Uh, so pay attention, can you afford? Uh, everyday conversation, decision making, breakdown, point of views, of course. He say, she say, see how we play. Real life issues, hit the replay. Debate in politics, what sport you profit with? Today's world news, food for thought, so come get a plate. Pull up. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome y'all to another episode of the Daily Dollar Short Podcast. As always, it is your hosts. I am Martin. I am here with the Big Chief. <laughs> That's what he wants to Key Sweat, ladies and gentlemen. Justin. Jay Hawk. Um, recovering. Yes. Sobering. Yeah, we had game night at Marlon's house. Yes. yes. How many how many hydration drinks do you have at the two. moment? Okay. I have two. And I, I had uh, half a pint of Pedialyte this morning. <laughs> uh, like a child. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, like was baby. My, it was for my daughter, but, you know, she'll <laughs> she be okay. She'll, she'll get another one? Yeah, yeah she'll get another one. one. Yeah. And then we have the bald headed one, Captain Turtle Wax himself. Turtle Wax, a.k.a. Uh, Mr. Clean, there a.k.a. Bald and Bearded. Did not forget that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my son called him Mr. Clean at breakfast yesterday. Yeah, so... <laughs> Um, how how are you faring, sir? I'm here. It's all that yeah. matters. Yep. And I'm hurting over here, but I'm that, that, yeah. So I mean, you know, it could be worse. You could not be here. This is true. Right. You could, you know. We we got Darian here, who's also recovering. Also, yes, sir. Honduran hitman. Boom boom. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that. <laughs> so we gonna go with. There it is. Yeah, the Honduran financial advisor. There it is. That part, um, if you need your taxes done, ask him, and they won't be done fraudulently. Boom. The real oh, deal. Oh, well, we try. If you want to evade certain taxes. There it is. If you want to evade your taxes. There it is. There it is. Yeah, we will commit fraud legally. It's the American way. So, um, if you're wondering who it's that is in the background, diversifying, yeah, fraud. I love it. Not fraud. <laughs> fraud. Diversification. Yeah, you know, fraud got a D at the end for diversification. So, bars. <laughs> bars. And I'm the sober one. I'm the sober one. So, yeah. So I didn't drink. Um, I'm still sober, but I'm tired as fuck, which is close enough. Uh, Cause I woke up and then my son looked at me dead ass in the face this morning and said, "Dad, you getting down us a breakfast?" And I said, "Nigga, my eyes not open." And he said, "Dad, why you call me a nigga?" I said, "Cause I love you." So and I'm gonna go get you donuts. So at what point did you call him nigga? Like at a certain age, like you know, it's appropriate to call my son a nigga. So when they started doing nigga shit, <laughs> that's what it was. Uh -huh. <laughs> Like as soon as they start walking. No. no. Well, it, yeah, my son does nigga shit all the time, so I want to tell yeah, him that. No, so say. Ethan's an exhibitionist. It's really weird to Word be. Word of the day. And cuz just like walking around naked. I don't know what that means. And I don't know why. And I'm like, son, you got to put that away because it's a little early to be showing everybody, you know. Yeah, that's the problem, though. Because you got women who are predators too. And I don't need my 10-year-old child like being exposed like that. But he doesn't give a shit. Mm. Yeah. And like he like toes and shit too, which is weird. And I'm like, nigga, chill. 
And that's when he started doing nigga shit. And I'm just like, I need you to relax. He was like, all right, you going to buy me donuts? I said, yeah. You going to buy me Robux? Fuck, what else you want? God damn. <laughs> it's like 7.45 in the morning, cuz. Big scamming nigga shit. Yeah, could be scamming the fuck out of me. Yeah. I got to bribe this nigga to leave me alone for 20 minutes while my eyes open for the first time. <laughs> so then Ian, he's just been doing nigga shit since birth. This nigga don't sleep. Yeah, he get like four hours of sleep and he be good. But like he get four hours at weird times. So like his four hours started at six AM. That's yeah. how it be. Yeah, like yeah. he don't he he probably got a little ADHD in there somewhere. So his sleep schedule stay fucked up. Until yeah. I be like, nigga, go to bed. Hmm. He be looking at me, can I watch something? No. Can I listen to music? Fine. Fuck. And next thing you know, I hear nineties R and B in the background. I'm like, at least I did something right. <laughs> Yeah, I hear like Keith Sweat in the background. I'm like, all right, there you go. Aww. You know, I did something right. We we good. Yeah, and then it's like see ya. And I'm just like, whatever, we here. You know, diversify it. Yeah. yeah. Also, another D word that goes along with fraud. So <laughs> um wait, was diversify the word we said earlier? Okay, that works. There you go. Diversification. I knew it, it was yeah, it was a, it was the suffixes of the words. I couldn't remember. Suffix. Um, yeah. You know, I learned something while I was in college. Unlike my teammates last night from game night. Um, <laughs> Fire! So, look, Damn. I'm 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 sorry. I was like the only nine degreed person at the at the game night. And it's I'm still on your mind, huh? No, I'm. Dro- <laughs> I do not like to lose. All right, so let me introduce our guests. Yeah, hold on. Let me uh, let me let me pass the microphone. I'm, I'm gonna I'm going off on a tangent. Marlon, move the. No, it's fine. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> You're right. I might. I just might. Look, that n- nigga might explode into like liquor and empty bottles. I wish you hadn't told me you had chili. <laughs> oh, I mean, hey, man. It's a, it has to happen. I'm just making sure you good. I'm alive. So we are joined by Catherine Swain. Hello, hello. Therapist extraordinaire, Ursuline graduate, Loyola graduate. All of those other different accolades and things. New Orleanian resident. Say red was him. Hey. <laughs> and then uh, Miss, I don't know your last name. Dyer. Dyer, yes. Miss Angelique Dyer. That's me. Hi. Media pr- extraordinaire. Oh. Producer. I am. Uh, social media. Mm-hmm. I got like 511 jobs. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. you know, Jamaican without the accent. Yeah. There, there it is. There it is. And it, so, so tell us about yourself a bit. I know we've had you on here before, but it has been very long it time. It has been a while. Mm-hmm. Like the last time I was on here, pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, I yeah. had a full-time job. Yes. I do not have that anymore. Okay. Now yeah. I am a freelance producer. Okay. I'm my own boss. Yeah. Nice um, boss. And uh, I'm a producer. like a boss. I work with brands and organizations to tell their story on social media. Okay. Things. I'm a writer. Teacher now apparently. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. What are you teaching? I also went to Loyola with Catherine. There it is. I did not go to Ursuline though. I went to Dominican. Okay. okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's I mean, school. Catholic school. There That's it is. That's my mama's school. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> swing on them. Dominicans. My mama's school. I, I know I the whole toast the praise thing because she wouldn't stop. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> hey. okay. <laughs> we like Dominicans too, but you know. I said I also appreciate that they actually had fresh food at lunch. Well, we did not. Oh yes, all day, all day. Yeah. Little, little, Chicken little sandwiches was on. Crispitos. 
So how do you feel about that, Catherine? If they had better lunch. But you know what? I'm I'm hoping to help. I'm trying to get on the actually no, I'm not trying it. Found out last night. I am on my uh, school's alumni board now. So okay, uh, nice. Congratulations. (laughs) So so, what kind of lunch did y'all have? Was it like from what I was told, it was public school lunch. It was we had the we had the pizza on Monday with the pepperonis, and on Friday you could tell that they took the pepperonis off. All that money for private school. Right across the street from McMahon. Yeah. Well, we had the same pizza. Yeah. We yep. did not have that pizza. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 know. Hey, I, that... I had to go to Dominican one day for something I don't remember because this is now a year to go. Um, we won't talk about how t- next year is my 20th yeah. anniversary. When did you graduate? 2004. Me too. Next year is our anniversary. Um, but yeah, so I went there for some reason and they were flipping like fresh hamburgers. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I remember my mom used to say, like, she had a fresh cheeseburger every dang day of her high school why did, career. Why did she decide to send you to Ursuline instead of Dominican? I chose not to go to Dominican. The entire family went to Dominican, and oh. I decided to oh. be the rebel. Oh. I, I you want to be different. That. Yeah, I do have a, as an issue. Like, when society be like, oh, this is it? I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. that. And, and <laughs> so you chose, I, you know, chose week old school pizza. I didn't it's, know. Well, no, actually, I chose De La Salle, and they cho- do a lottery system. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, So no, no. I had to pick, do my second pick, which was an all-girls school. Uh, my cousin went to De La Salle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so he was a year older than me. Um, he was at McMain, which was like my impetus for going to McMain. Mm-hmm. And he was like, now nah, I'm going to De La Salle. Yikes. I'm like, nigga, like, help me. <laughs> the my motivation. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you got an MBA. Don't do this with me. An MPA. My bad. Nigga, oh. 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 it's like, my bad. Nigga got two degrees. Uh, fucking. He said get it right. This nigga got two degrees from Tulane. Okay. I mean, look, I do two degrees. Worth a darn. All y'all degreed, motherfuckers. If you're staring at me. I got one, too. That's all I plan on getting. Power to you. I, I think I might go back and get one eventually. Every I just want to do something where they give me one. So, I have every yeah, intention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. yeah that's, I'm getting an honorary degree. I'm not going back to school. Like, right. I, I'm, not, I'm not built for the classroom. Like, well, you know, I was talking with uh, one, of our, one of my teammates last night from a game night who has degrees and works at a prestigious university here in New Orleans and doesn't know how to answer questions. Robert. Um, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Co work at Xavier. And um, we were discussing uh, like working with animals. And I was like, you know, my dream job as a child was to be like a marine biologist. And we just didn't know how to do that. Exactly, but it's like I remember we were talking about like looking looking up um, out of state tuition because obviously schools for marine biology in New Orleans are not a thing, Mm -mm. and oh yeah, you know like fifty grand a year, you know like who can afford that because we're poor. Jesus Christ! (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? I know. It's like oh, you can go to like USC. No, I can't. No, exactly. (laughs) No, I can't. What? How? Sway. Fraud. I know. <laughs> this is, this is, you back know, to fraud. Back to fraud. It's not fraud. It's about, it's about playing the system. So things fraud. You should go take out the loans and then use your fraud. value to pay for it. Fraud. And then you just keep moving the money in 
I mean, if you, fraud. you had to do that, because I'm still paying off my student loans, I mean, we can talk. Like, how do I? I mean, look, I'm waiting for the. I'm waiting for the new fraud. I'm waiting for the uh, the new law to pass where they forgive student loans. Because I stopped while I was ahead. Well, Biden actually um, signed the executive order a couple of weeks ago. I know. But he's only releasing student loans people for anybody who has graduated college 20 years. Almost 20 years. This nigga. But you have to have been paying <laughs> your student loans for at least 10 years. This, they've been doing that. Yeah, but you have to listen. College, you have to graduate twenty years ago. Cool. College, not high school. Cool. College, and you have to have been paying on those loans for a minimum of ten years to qualify for him to forgive the remainder and balance. Because so the Senate struck it. I mean the um the Supreme Court shut it down. I know. I know so that's that. Not gonna happen. No, I know. But he signed. Uh, he's he. Signed executive order to like you know forgive thirty nine billion. A private. Ooh. Because Same. ultimate scam. Yeah. When you have a parent who, so I don't come from a first generation like my mom mm-hmm. went to college and my dad didn't, but my dad was very much like, I'm guiding you through this college process, and mm-hmm. we both got scammed with the mm-hmm. private loans. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate it here. Mm-hmm. It's okay though. Nah, okay, uh, so my cousin helped me with like FAFSA and everything. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "We gonna get you this money." <laughs> so I got all the Pell grants and everything. Oh, now I will say I want to shout out my twelfth grade English teacher. I hope you burn in hell, um, cause she failed me on my senior paper, which fucked up me getting tops. Yeah, cause. Yeah, if there's one thing I'm good in, it's English and the language and writing papers. What was the paper about? Fuck if I remember at this point. But so I... You remember that F though. I, <laughs> nigga, do I? Cause, all right, so look. I could write some fucking papers. I was paid to write papers in college. Like, I was good at it. And I, my aunt was the president of prep. She was an English teacher. She was a librarian. If I didn't know how to do nothing, it was write a motherfucking paper. Mm-hmm. And so I was the kid in the library my senior year with two textbooks, a computer, and notes, writing papers. Oh, that's so wholesome. I know, right? She said I was committing plagiarizing. I was plagiarizing. How? Because she's an idiot. Oh. Question, though. I know. I, I still have some issues about During your that. senior year... How many papers you wrote? I was taking English three and English four at the same time. Okay, well, were you well, switching up your styles? Because if your teacher noticed that you submitted, a I had paper two different teachers. And a paper no, that- it was the same. No, I I have a very robotic style. It's very simple. I answer questions. You don't need to change up the style. You change up the style if you actually plagiarize it and then you're trying to take right. I, which well, I didn't you don't need to change the style. Well, they're not talking about like he's plagiarizing the style. The papers meaning that like he's helping other people plagiarize. No, 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 no. And this was just for me. Oh. This was just for me. This I wasn't writing. I was oh. right because I was taking English three and English four at the same time because my junior year I went to Forche for reasons I don't feel like discussing right now. And I know. Yeah, it was traumatic. I don't want to know that story now. I got put out of McMain. Oh. Yeah. It was a lot of emotional shit. Yeah. I, w- I had to go to four shit for my junior year. I had to throw a desk at some people to let them know, like, don't fuck with me. I'm not in the mood for this shit. 
Yeah. Cause Forche was rough. Cause look, Forche was rough. Like yeah, it was like I'm like because I was like one of like two point six seven five people that weren't completely black. So you get tried, and it's like I threw a desk at some people, and they were like, "Oh, he crazy. We gonna leave him alone." I was like, "Great, that, exactly." So I did cut class a lot though. That was it was Forche though. Nobody gave a shit. Um, I know. I still had great grades, though. But well, clearly you took English 3 and 4 at the same time. Well, because they had block schedule, yeah. I had to take English 3 and 4 my senior year. So I had to write, like, seven papers that year. Which, I did great on all of them. Except that one. So, like, you couldn't, like... Oh, I disputed it, but she had just one teacher of the year the year before. Oh, damn. So they wasn't, no they, they wasn't trying to hear that shit. They wasn't trying to hear that shit and fucked up. I have I finished high school with like a 2.89 or 2.9 something. So I missed my 3.0 for tops. And I got a 21 on my ACT. No, I got like a 22. I got some shit on my ACT. I took it once and I was like, I'm good. What? Yeah. I think I took the ACT like five times. Ah, fuck that. I took that bitch once, got a 21. I was fucking out. I'm not a good test taker. Um, I, I got like a 27 on everything except the math. I like science, history, English, like all of that shit. It was twenty seven and twenties. I got like a fourteen on the math. I don't even yeah, see, mine were opposite. My math score was probably my ELA was. Like, That's why nah. you do what you do. But then again, yeah. I would just learn the English. Yeah, you wasn't even from this country. <laughs> like I still can't do algebra, so I, I like math is my thing. Though. Yeah, no, my, I can do financial math. My dad was I can a commit captain, fraud. So a lot of the times when he'll come in, mm -hmm. he'll do like. Calculus department, yeah. and I'm like, since I'm gonna, I want to hang out. Yeah, fun. no, kid, you not. My dad had the, he had these notebooks. I think that's where my love for Matt come from. He have these composition notebooks and these notebooks where he'll just practice the waves. Cause I'm guessing. So he was, was calculate. He was calculating nautical shit. Yeah, technology uh, wasn't that advanced. Oh He's like gosh. calculating nautical miles and nautical wavelengths, and wavelengths are cosine. And tangent signs. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Just gonna nod so, my head. <laughs> so yeah. while he was calculating that, half the time I just go into Rome and try to spend time with my dad, and he'll show me how to play with the calculator oh. and things of okay. that nature. And then I just started like a math after that. That's, That's a lovely origin from like story. A that is young age. From like I can remember six on up. We will sit in six? the room. Yeah. Thank you. So I mean, at the beginning, I know he'll just tell me what numbers to push in the calculator, like, oh, push 45 plus blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. And I would just, and then from there, I just grew from there. It's it's complicated math. I call it like Caucasian math. Uh, yeah. See, you know what I learned from my dad? You know what? No, I, no. It's giving shenanigans. Oh, so yeah. Um, don't bring your kids with you when you buy drugs. That part, first off, because that's all bad. Because he did that, and it wasn't a thing. It wasn't good because it was like pretend to be sleep, and you learn how to slow your breathing down really, really well. Oh no. <laughs> The look on Andrew's face is priceless. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really lovely poster. I Think mean, positively. Be stay strong. Just over here. I, Work hard. Have faith. Eat healthy. Don't bring your kids to buy drugs. That part. Don't bring your kids to buy drugs. That part. Well, you survived that. I did. I love that for you. Me too. <laughs> My kids love it too. 
there was my dad right now. Oh, oh. But he got better. So, <laughs> you know. Sometimes our parents are better grandparents than they are. No. 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 He's, he's trying to prove that he's better grandparent. Oh, yeah. he's working. You know what? It's a, work in, it's a work in progress. He is. Yeah, it's like you're going with really low expectations, oh. and then you can't go any lower. And then they find a way, and it's like, okay, I know what to expect now. Oh. But he's trying, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> this is why I hydrate regularly. Definitely in the counseling room. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. Marlon, how are you feeling? You've been incredibly quiet. I'm here. <laughs> That's all that matters, bro. That's it. I mean, what, you got like five hours of sleep? Uh, I don't know, but I probably woke up about like six. What? I'm so I know. Sorry. Because I'm just so used to get up early in the morning. So yeah, that's so fair. Like, that's fair. I'm like just looking like, why well, can't I just go back to sleep? I couldn't do it. Uh, I, I couldn't. I had to bribe my son with donuts to leave me the fuck alone for 20 minutes. Just wait till he gets that age And he's just staring you in the eyes while you sleep And you feel something hovering over you See that's where my mother used to lock the door <laughs> yeah. See I can't do that Me neither Cause we have like a, a conjoined bathroom thing Oh, oh so they'll, either they'll just go it. through <laughs> <laughs> Like my kids are creative like that And it's terrifying My mother used to lock the door and was just like Saturdays are my time You don't come in or knock on the door before 8am Oh see my Saturdays were not mine. My mother owned a dancing school. Ah. And I spent every Saturday there. I don't okay. know what it's like to watch cartoons on a Saturday morning. Amazing. I, Just I, great. I hear, I hear it was great. I really <laughs> Look, did. it's never too late to find out. Oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. As an adult, Saturdays are mine. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you want me to do what? You took your Saturdays no. back. I have... I took my Saturdays back mm-hmm. and good. Um, instead of watching cartoons, so I do watch Love After Lockup. That's my That's Saturday really morning cartoons. Good. I love that show. Let's unpack that. What do we need to? Where, where do you want to start? Yeah, so, so, no, because we I know we can do that all day. All right. So the topic we we discussed having a topic for today. Um, it's so. What started getting into this topic was last week on our episode we discussed uh, a listener expressing uh, disdain for men in their 30s who decided to have uh, vasectomies after having one or two kids Mm -hmm. and then no longer being able to reproduce at that point because they were responsible about it. It's like, I'm just not going to be around. I have like 17 kids. I just got one or two. I don't want any more. And my presumption from that was, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll be okay with that. Um... You're dating someone or involved with someone. They decided to have a vasectomy. Eventually, you find out. Because I'm sure, like, the first question, I, I have a vasectomy. Like, you're not getting no kids out of me. So, it was just a matter of, I, I assume she was frustrated because it's like, now you can't have any kids. And she doesn't, I'm assuming she doesn't have kids. Right, no kids. Okay, so she doesn't have kids. She's involved with someone who can't have kids. So, like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Uh, that part. So, yeah. You know, you find somebody that can still reproduce. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know we're going to supposed to. Oh, my God. You know, I'm, I'm making deposits. You're not getting a return on the investment. That's <laughs> my insecurity. <laughs> <laughs> right. In the back of your mind, you like, yo. 
Yo. <laughs> See, that's toxic as fuck. And those are the kind of men that need violence inflicted upon them. <laughs> See? Uh, you know, yeah. You probably don't work. Oh no! See, that's, that's a whole other argument. That's, a, that's, that's a fight waiting to happen. Yeah, that's how you, that's how you end up on forty eight hours. And yeah. That's how you end up on forty eight hours. That's how so. you end up on love after lockup. <laughs> what shade room? One of them. Yeah. All things. How you end up saying you chased a child for six hundred yards and you didn't? Oh. <laughs> so anyway, too soon, too soon, too soon. <laughs> it's never too soon for that because that shit. So, I. It prompted the thought for me that there are some double standards when it comes to dating and relationships and in general when it comes to men and women as well. Because mm-hmm. we live in an era where in a lot of instances, you have to accept women for where they're at is how it comes across to, to me as a man. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this for all cases because I know most of the women I associate with that are successful. They do well for themselves. They have jobs and degrees and careers, and they're very well-to-do. And, you know, if you accept them for where they're at, you ain't doing pretty fucking bad. You know? You know, and it's like not no kids or a few kids, no crazy baby daddy bullshit, none of that. So, you know, you want to accept that for where it is because it's a pretty good fucking situation. But then you have the other side of that coin where it's like, I come with four kids and three baby daddies. If that's too much for you, move on. I'm sure the fuck am. (laughs) You know, and it's like, I have to accept the bullshit. No, I don't. But with men, you have to be held to a certain standard. You have to, you always, there is no, you accept a man for where he's at. Mm. Mm. Talk it, ladies. So Talk it. Here's the thing. Talk it. I think that the as as you tried to imply it earlier, the double standards go both ways, though, right? Mm-hmm. So there are things we can say that we've been told that we have to settle for. Okay. Exactly. Um, and so, oh. Oh, on the spot. Yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> what, what was the conversation last time? I should be okay if my. Uh, partner is um in a profession that maybe i don't think i want him to be like a bus driver Mm. i should settle for that um when in fact if i have degree and and i'm I'm about to say something i'm about to be like he's about to be upset um if i have a couple of degrees you may not um not to say that that implies Mm -hmm. that you are Unintelligent, but there may be a possibility you are not at the same level of okay. like actually like being able to have like a, a certain conversation. Yeah, I'm not saying that's all the time. Yeah, because clearly not with you. Um, but I mean, you're not talking but, to me directly. I'm but, not talking yeah. to you directly. But <laughs> feel it in my but, spirit. <laughs> There, there's a lot of other things apply. No, there, but that's fine. a fair point. Um, and so maybe when I'm sitting and talking to you, I may not feel like I can have the same. Um, level of conversation, level of intellectual conversation. Mm -hmm. We also may have different ways of thinking about things because at some point, maybe I'm in a completely different tax bracket than you. Mm -hmm. So I have different thoughts and Mm -hmm. different ideas. (laughs) Um, And then also... She's spitting. (laughs) (laughs) And then also, something else is that um, the insecurities of some men who feel weird that they're 
partner or this woman is making more than them where they're supposed to be the breadwinner and then you throw that on me. Mm. Projecting their issues and answer, yeah. yeah. Okay. And I have actually known several women who have had to go through that because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, it's almost like this. I'm going to throw this thought or throw this insecurity onto you as if it's your problem. Well, you didn't have to date me. You knew what I was doing. My wife will be for me and I'll be a great stay at home dad. Cause and I want that for I'm him. great with math. I teach ESL, <laughs> so I'm great with language as well. That is. And I, I want could, that for you. I could you. teach you like, Spanish. I bring a lot to the table. Look, yeah. And, and I, I don't I, mind cleaning. So if you make a million dollars, I'll definitely stay home. And I want that for you. And I'm not saying, I just again, can't I'm not cook saying that this is everybody. But some women have experience. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. So from their perspective, no, I don't want somebody. But So that's the, that's the example I was giving. Um, and I also want to say that's not always my thought, but I'm just saying. Let's... You know, um, she's fit. <laughs> no, I do agree with a lot what you said is the fact that I think that we have these unrealistic expectations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we don't put forth the effort to get whatever expectations we want. So, for example, if you want to date someone that makes a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand, well, you can't date a school teacher. Exactly. You have to date somebody in that career. Right. Don't expect that out of somebody that can't give it to you. Right. And that's where the unhappiness come on both levels. Right. So exactly. I do He's feel that it's more about <laughs> it is more about these expectations that we have mm-hmm. that sometimes we're not willing to put in the work to go get. Mm. Mm. And I think we're not communicating them from jump too. Because I because I feel <laughs> that if you want a certain type of man or a certain type of woman, it's out there. Yeah. Find it. Don't yeah. settle yes. for something and then try to make that into what you want. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's. I always look at communication, right? Mm-hmm. That's, to me, foundationally, that's everything. A lot, I feel like a lot of people don't communicate their expectations from jump, and they're mm-hmm. scared to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's like, if I say this, it's going to turn this person away. And there's mm-hmm. like a fear aspect to it. Because it's, you know, because you meet somebody, right? And you're like, they have all these great qualities, but maybe they don't, they don't fit in this category. Maybe they don't do this. Maybe they're missing that. Maybe they're not degreed. Or maybe they're, they're you know, maybe a little bit simpler. But not, not, I don't say that in a negative way, but maybe they're just a yeah. simpler person. Mm-hmm. But they have all these great qualities. They may never make six figures, seven figures, mm-hmm. but maybe they do well. You know, motherfucker can pay bills and you just happen to make more money. You know, that doesn't devalue them any. But instead of communicating, I feel this way from jump, or I want these things, you, you like subconsciously push it to the side, mm-hmm. and then it's like, I'm going to press this. And to go off what Catherine said, as women, we are often taught mm-hmm. to do certain things to make ourselves more appealing mm-hmm. to men, because we have been taught that there's not the older we get the chances of us finding a mate that's compatible to us is Mm -hmm. very slim Mm -hmm. or um we're too smart Mm -hmm. we've done too much we've Mm -hmm. worked too hard i fucking hate that misnomer oh i hate i trust Mm -hmm. me and so then we get to a place of like wow i met this really cool guy we got a little bit in common and i'm like okay i'm can i can i curse of course. <laughs> me, of course. Um, I don't want to fuck this up. Yeah. By you know, because I know this might be my last chance. Yeah. And and that's something that 
everybody feels mm-hmm. in some different ways. Some, you know, I felt it more when I was younger. I don't feel it that way now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those things of like, there is a fear of being like, I don't want to tell you that like, tell you this because you're going to be like, oh, she's too much for me or I don't want that. And then the, then the date's over mm-hmm. and now I'm back to a square one. But there's a way to to show these things and mm-hmm. to communicate it without it being laced in fear of rejection. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's just simply of like who you are as a person. Like mm-hmm. everybody, if you know me, you know that um, I'm I'm persnickety. I'm a little bougie. But in the, that in first word ways, I missed. That sex, my grandfather used to call me that. I, like I know the word. It just it's, the, and so every like they know that like you know when I when I do things I do it big. Like mm-hmm. I'm a production girl. That's right. what I do. And so you know that about me. And so like if you choose to go on a date with me, you know that like you have to meet certain requirements yeah, because not, of who you are. Because of who I am. It's yeah. like you obviously made that choice, and you're like she seems interesting. Let me go learn more about her. Right. And then you learn that, like, I'm also very simple. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I like to keep it cool. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Your girl still likes Applebee's, okay? I don't... Oh, don't... Okay. Look. Look. Nigga, don't be like that. We done been to Applebee's. You picked... You made poor decisions. What did you order? <laughs> he got them, like, Cheeto popper things. Why did you do that? I just want to try it. I like, to try new things. For it. I, like, I like to try new things, but nah, nah. You don't try new things at Applebee's, though. Dude, you get the mango tea, and you chill. Nah. Yeah. Tea is good. I'm a Chili's guy. I fuck with Chili's, too, though, yeah. yeah. You, as guy. you were saying. Um, what was I? So, yeah. You're so, like, yeah. We do, we don't communicate those things, not on purpose, but like you said, because of fear. And then, um, and sometimes it's about the way you communicate right. that. Mm-hmm. And you don't go into be like, okay, this is what I want. I want this, 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 and this. And there are some women who are like that, and mm-hmm. I love that for them. That's not me. Right. I feel like you can't, you can't meet somebody where they're at mm-hmm. by talking at them right. like that and like right. spitting off your list. Mm-hmm. Cause like we all have a list. Mm-hmm. We all have a list. Mm-hmm. And my list is my list, and what's on my list. I'm looking for it. I'm not outwardly saying it. Mm-hmm. And if I know, if I see what you're on my list, you're like, okay. And then you kind of go from there. Right. And so you got to have to have those conversations. And the other person also has to be in a place to have that same conversation, to know what they want. So that mm-hmm. now it's a conversation y'all are having together as opposed to like, oh, I'm not going to tell her I don't want kids. Like, no, nigga. <laughs> Please tell me that. Yeah. So I can move on. Mm-hmm. And and because that's something that's on my list. And Right. Yeah. Is that a date one or date two? Talk about, oh, I don't want kids. Um, I don't think it matters. I think it it should happen naturally mm. as as you get to know. Like, I, yeah. I personally wouldn't say it on the first date. I feel like that's really, like... Personal? Yes, and also... First day should be fun and light. And first day should yeah. be hella fun and light and very much like... Like, I went on a first date once and I told him, I was like, I'm giving you 15% vulnerability. 15. That's fair. That's like a little bit. And as the date progressed, I would be like, okay, we're at 30. We're at 45, you know? And it's just like a slow <laughs> progression because I have trust issues. Mm. And I... 
just sometimes just don't like people yeah. until I get to know them. Mm-hmm. And once I do, I'm like, okay, I can tell you a little bit more about myself. Right. I probably won't bring up the kids on the first mm-hmm. date. Date two, possibly. Um, Depending on how the progression of day one went. Exactly. If day one, if I feel like, okay, this is someone that I can get to know more, then I will start asking those hard-hitting questions. Mm-hmm. Um but the lack of asking those questions and getting truthful answers has backfired on me in the past, mm-hmm. which is why I'm very much like, yeah, nigga, you better be honest with me or you just might die tonight at this wine bar. This all sounds so stressful. Say, bro. <laughs> dating, dating sounds so stressful. Like right your now. kidney's going to be missing in the morning. <laughs> I it, is. I it is. It is. It is stressful for that reason, though. It doesn't yeah. have to be because it's just like <laughs> it doesn't even it have just to be. Look, just be honest. Just Don't be honest. honest. I I hate it all. Dating? Yes. Yeah, it I, sucks. I haven't it sucks. dated in a very long time, so I don't know. Yeah, it's all the stuff that's going on. Have to do it, but I mean, do you... you sound like my therapist? I be wanting to fight her, and she like pregnant with twins, and I'm like, man, I can't really like yell at you when you tell me stuff like. Yeah, that. you can. But she's like, you just have to have fun. I'm like, no, this is not fun. This is stressful. What are you talking about? Have fun. Have like you, you over met... here double knocked up talking about have fun. Right. She had her fun. You she over here double down. <laughs> and now she's like, she's like, I think she's like, you just need to go out and you just need to have fun. You just need to, and I'm like, can you can you expound on what having fun means? Like, help us out. That's what. No, I asked her that, and I was like, well, what do you mean by have fun? And she was like, obviously for her, it's intercourse. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, Angela. well, it's twins. It don't take much to make that happen. It just split the right. This is true. So she was basically you like, don't go out there, you know, looking for something specific and mm-hmm. like projecting what it could be because I have a tendency of doing that. I'm a mm-hmm. writer, mm-hmm. so I'm really big on like. Mm-hmm. There's a special. There's a moment that happens, and I'm like, "Oh shit, this mm-hmm. is great!" Now mm-hmm. I've turned it into a book. Right. That has happened before. The book is great, but you know, oh. needless to say, Spitting I can't facts over you. Oh. <laughs> um, but she was basically like, "Don't be so serious about." It. She was like, "It's a, it's fun. Dating is fun." And I'm like, "Not when you're 33." When was the last time she dated? It could be, but it's it just like, the, I, think I don't we, have time to date for fun. Yeah, you do. I think we've added too Look. much pressure to each other, like on what we need to get done at certain mm-hmm. time. Like I'll, I'll say that for myself, even and I even coming from a therapist perspective, just for myself, like I do the same thing of like taking what I'm saying, even on like dating apps, a little too seriously. Mm-hmm. And so I think this last time I like got on the dating app and I was like, "F and I don't give a shit." I just start swiping, doing what every guy has ever told me: swipe, swipe. Just do that and see what happens. And I just stopped taking it so seriously. And I did it mostly for myself because I was just like, if I take it so seriously, I'm going to walk out of this date. I'm going to walk from this app being so upset because I'm not finding exactly what it is that I want. And I'm like, I'm not at a point right now where I'm trying to find exactly what I want. I need to be at a point of learning how to be comfortable within myself on this date and to be comfortable um, Mm -hmm. with who I am. Mm -hmm. And... You know, be able to sit here and have boundaries and say like, oh, well, you know what? I don't really like that, so I'm going to let it go. And I'm probably even going to walk out this date and be fine with it. Because um, I've been on dates where I've gotten so uncomfortable in the midst of it, I won't even look at a guy. Oh. And I'm like, I know yeah. that's probably horrible for him. And I 
felt horrible for mm. it. Um, but that was, but I have to put that on me. Like that was mm. my own insecurity at that moment. Where I was just like, I'm just not feeling good. Um, but I wound up recently been able to go on the date. I'm I'm not dating the guy anymore, but <laughs> we're just not compatible. It'd be like that yeah. sometimes. But it, yeah, but for originally for me though, I would be so upset, right? Annoyed, and then I would be like, I'm not even getting no hits on this damn app. Blah blah. blah. Um, you know, I'm not going on dates. I want to go on. I'm just like, just let it. I, I, it was my opportunity to be like, I'm letting it go. Mm-hmm. I'm letting the control go so that I can at least just. <laughs> I think what it was was I had um, I was reading somewhere and it was just like one of those situations. It was just like, let one of your guy friends take you out on a date, and um, just to be like, okay, well, let me go ahead and just experience mm-hmm. having. Not to say that you've never done it, but just go and experience having fun. Without it being such a serious situation, yeah. mm-hmm. and have the experience of like someone who knows you, who you can be safe with, like just um, treating you the way you want to be treated. I like that. Like if I go out with Martin, I know I'm gonna have a good time. I'm gonna joke around. We gonna throw shit back and forth because that's what we do. I love that. And then like he's gonna treat me like the lady I am, and I'm gonna treat him like the gentleman he is. Mm-hmm. And so we get to be able to have that experience without it being such a serious, like... There's no pressure there. Yeah. Yeah, there's no pressure. I think... So, my issue is the control thing. Mm-hmm. Is that um, I'm in a place where, like, my career is thriving. I mm-hmm. mean, she is amazing. Mm-hmm. And, like, my friendships are great. My, like, entire outlook on life is great. But there's mm-hmm. this one little part, this one little pie... That I just cannot get a grip on. Mm-hmm. I've been able to get a grip on everything else but my love life. Mm-hmm. And it frustrates me. Mm-hmm. And my therapist is always like, well, that's because it involves other people. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. But I get it. <laughs> and so now I have to be like, this is something I can't actively produce. Mm-hmm. I cannot make a spreadsheet you can't. for my love life. I have to let it go. Sounds like a great book, though, and I'm re- can't wait to read it. I I have to let it go. I have to let it be, and I have to, as she always tells me, be open. Well, she's right. She is right. She's right. <laughs> she's absolutely right. And I'm... I just want to um go back to like my days in education. With kids, we always tell them you have to have a growth mindset, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. meaning you have to be willing and able to accept things that are not in your control, but also if it doesn't put you in a situation where you're corrupted, mm-hmm. then you could probably grow and try to adapt to that. Because at the end of the day, people are different. You're not going to find 100% in what you want in one person. So you got to also be able to accept their flaws at some point, as long as y'all are growing together. Because I'm going to say, me and my wife, we've been together 10 years. It's not perfect. We do have a lot of things that even now we battle with. But I do understand that I have to have that growth mindset at all times. Mm -hmm. Because as people, we evolve. It's not saying that she's going to stay this person Mm -hmm. or I am, but we could change. We may change for the better or not, but we're changing as a unit to try to, you know, bring that cohesiveness together. So you just got to have that growth mindset of, like, you have to be willing to adapt to certain things that are not in your control if you think that's really worth it for you. It's the, if you think that's really worth it, that's right. the biggest key. Because I think a lot of people give up too easily mm-hmm. because it doesn't match. And I'm not, this was an, surprisingly not something that I do. Um, but because it doesn't match up to exactly what they want, they're like, nope, I'm done. As opposed to being like, okay, 
this is not a flaw that will disrupt my life. No. Mm -hmm. You know, it will not make me a ride or die chick and now I have to choose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm to go to jail. Right. You know, it's it's nothing like that. It's very much just like a little thing of like, oh, okay. And I'm like, I can learn to grow with that. Or okay. I can learn to be like, I know where that comes from. And like you've explained where this thought process comes from and I can see where you're coming from. And that's cool. We can move on to something else because we both are like, no, we're in this together. We're choosing each other. Yeah. And so we'll choose each other because it's worth it. Yeah. And mm. and a then there are some. Work. It's a lot of hard work and, and yeah. separate bathroom. She has her own bath. We have a two bedroom, part, I, two bathroom right I now. Want a separate house. One is hers. <laughs> so I don't really even go in there for nothing. Mm -mm. I that have would, my own bathroom. Look, if you have it, do it. Mm -hmm. My my grandparents so, had two separate rooms. Not like I, not bedrooms, but like she had her own like little slow, sewing room. He I had his little man cave. I want my own house. Do it. So speaking of that, have you ever looked into different right. relationship styles <laughs> besides monogamy? No, I have. I have not. Well, as part of the profession, I have. But, yeah. Uh, I don't. I'll say this, in in my experience of working with people, interestingly enough, something that's not monogamous, I find the people in there are so much more respectful and communicative. Yeah. Yes. So, monogamous relationships it's that same thing like what you said is i don't share i feel really weird and insecure sharing and being honest whereas in open relationships and polygamy relationships that's all i have yes. i have to i we have to be on the same page in order for it to work we have to be able to communicate because i mean you think it's complex like trying to manage your relationship with another person, try managing that with two or three other people, and if for them to manage that, oh my God. like a sister wife situation, like that's complex. You want to talk about a show I used to love? I actually used to love watching that because it's just the complexities. I mean, no, because I have a friend of mine. She has two boyfriends. Oh, I love that for her. Yes. Good for her. <laughs> Girl. No, no. No, that's right. No. I mean, no, how, look, no, how that work? I mean, they in the same house. Yes, swapping sauce. I don't. Good. I don't get into their yeah, particular the sexual proclivities. One man having two women. Yeah. A, oh my I mean, God, I love this. I mean, look, she has, and so she's a good friend of mine. She's a very dominant personality. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say that. She's, she's very, dominant. yeah, very much so. What do you mean by that? I'm so with you. Like, like so, and it's not like financial matters okay. are okay. are. Personality. It's, it's not you. a. It's not about money. Yeah, very much so. And so, I know her her primary partner. Well, it's a primary and a secondary. Yes. Well, because yeah. she's been with one longer. Like uh, they've bought a house. It's a true polygamy yeah. situation. Yeah, with with her being the dominant person yeah. in the relationship, and. So basically, she's just pimping. No. no. She's just running. Pimp. She's just pimping. <laughs> she got her, her bottom, and she got her, you know, workers no. and stuff like that. <laughs> no. You wild. Run out there, get on the track, basically. <laughs> no. No, nah, I got you, though. Yeah, I yeah. It. I mean, go clock in. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. But, I got you. But, I mean, they have their dynamic. It works for them. I know her primary partner. He's cool. 
I've spoken with him a bunch of times. We're friends on Facebook and shit. We talk about game shit every now and then. Mm-hmm. And then I met her newer partner. And he's cool. He's very much your working class guy, but he got a good job, electrician or some shit. And yeah, they're good. And they all live together. Uh, I don't think the secondary is living there yet. She had another one, but he was on some weird shit, and mm. they ended up ending that relationship. And yeah. He wasn't. He he had a lot of personal insecurities and shit. Oh, now you can't go into one of those. You can't. With that. Right, right. Yeah. Like he felt did threatened. He, but did he know about the other guy, or did she? Just yeah, no. Him? Her. He was a second. The so, her in a primary cool. They had. A, they had a third guy. Second guy. Second guy. Excuse me. A third rather, and the the third had some shit with him. Some insecurities or whatever. He broke a lot of trust or whatever. He did some shit out of pocket. And then it caused a lot of issues. So Mm. he had to go, which is fair. Mm -hmm. And it's like her and I are really good friends. So I go over there and kick it and I'll be playing games with him and all that other shit. But her and I don't have that kind of relationship. I'm like, we're both two very dominant people. It ain't going to happen. So because I was like, I'll never. Look, I applaud you, though. Do your thing, homie. That's what's up. so you said she just tried to recruit you. What do you say? No, oh. <laughs> no. That's so we go back. We go back several years, like and we no. Well, <laughs> we go back before she was dating her current primary partner. Well, I think they had just started dating, so it was still relatively new. Mm-hmm. And like we flirted a bit. Stupid. We flirted a bit, but it never. We were just too. Our personalities were way too similar, so it never worked out. So you the originator. You got the originator, the primary. The secondary. Oh <laughs> she can be submissive for you and just dominant. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but so here's the thing: I don't share well. That ain't never gonna happen. Yeah, nah. Gotcha. No, I don't. No, I don't share well. Yeah, it's a, a sandbox like thing. I kill other people in my sandbox. No, no, no. You can bring in your primary no. for secondary purposes. No. All right. No. Cool. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah I, I have yeah. A, I have a really weird possessive streak. And it's like not toxic, but it, like I don't do it's like just the you, it's just <laughs> Yeah. But you can't you can't possess someone. That's this slavery. Is, this is true. <laughs> yeah. You can't. Yeah. 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 I don't believe in slavery. I mean, if you want to be tied up and you into that, that's cool. Yes, but by law, by in the law, state of Louisiana, yes. I know. I'm divorced. And I remember. Don't be, don't be Catholic. Duh. Ooh, if you get that marriage. covenant marriage, Yikes. well, no. So it's not just Ooh. they got other religions <laughs> do it too. Other other oh, Jesus adjacent so religions do it as well. I don't know why anyone would do that. So My homegirl had a covenant marriage. When I tell you. That was stress. I had to go to court for her to help her get out of it, like testify about it. And I was like, yeah, they ain't been together for a minute. Da, da, da. I don't do that was it true? You show, you huh? show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Man, I don't want you to purge yourself. Yeah. Nah, nah. Yeah. I ain't going to purge myself. Yeah. I'm a snitch. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> it was yeah. good the last night. Yeah. I'm light skinned. I'm not going to jail for nobody. <laughs> I was just telling one of my friends this, like, one. Like, that whole thing of, like, the Jonah Hill thing of, like, telling his girl, like, what she can and cannot wear. Mm-hmm. One. Who's Jonah Hill? The actor. A, the actor. Uh, 
Yeah, he was oh, on yeah. Super. Yeah. And he got some nerve telling some. No, that's not, uh, no, 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 no. Let's unpack no, that. Yeah, let's unpack that. He, he did. Let's unpack he that. He did. No, he did. Absolutely. And you know what? He was very honest, and I love that. Friend. Yeah. What I'm saying is, uh, it wouldn't be me. It wouldn't be me because one, I don't like for anyone to tell me what to do. Okay. I am a stubborn little goat. Don't tell me, like, <laughs> especially a man. Telling me what's it? You have lost your mind. Mm. My, so, even my own daddy cannot mm. tell me what to do. He knows that like that is the perfect way to me to, for me to do the exact opposite. Question. I only follow rules that are law mm-hmm. because I'm afraid of jail. Right. Anything else? But what if you love that man and he's just uncomfortable? I don't want you wearing that. Then I'm gonna love him. Thank you. So you gonna but, throw away the whole relationship because he no, has because an opinion, or oh, he feel he has exactly. because exactly. he has no, not 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 necessarily not necessarily because you can be in a in a situation where you're not even thinking you going out doing something, you put on something, and he sees it, he's like, I don't like that. And I'm gonna be like, let's unpack that, hun. Right. Why don't you like that? Right. And then I'm gonna be like, are we done? Because the reservations are eight. But see, oh, that's yeah. messed up. That's fine. that's cold blooded. <laughs> but see, that's, that's cold blooded. But look, that's, that's cold blooded. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have hit the double standard. <laughs> so that's cold blooded. We that's just ran. We just ran forward into it. So let me ask this. Damn. So you're in a, so hypothetically speaking. Yes. You're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. We did travel far from the whole. I know. Double standard. And we we just circle right yeah. the fuck back. You're so <laughs> so hypothetically speaking, you are in a relationship. You have a partner. And that partner says, babe, I feel this way about this. And it's y'all been in, let's say you've been in a relationship for a year. Okay. So there's some time there, there's some effort, there's some work, things have been put in there. Mm-hmm. And they express that they feel a particular way about something. And you're just gonna be like, that's tough. No, and it no. It'll be a situational <laughs> ship thing. But if we've been together a year mm-hmm. and we are intentionally putting in the work to get mm-hmm. to know each other and to mm-hmm. learn to love each other and trust each other mm-hmm. and be vulnerable with each, with each other, that conversation would have happened. I don't. Already. I don't agree. And he would have known these things about me mm-hmm. because of how I present. Like I am very, very clear of like I don't deal with authority well. I only do. To stay out of jail is what I'm trying. Like, but so you said it's, it's the approach and not the words that you're saying. Yeah, because I mean, if you come to me and you're like, "Where you going?" Yeah, I don't like that. I'm gonna be like, "Okay, none of your business." I'm gonna be like, "All right, I'm a bye." Match. I'm a match. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't. It's all in how you approach, and that's me. Like, the other women are different, but like me, like. Mm-hmm. So you want a submissive man? Oh, God, no. That's yeah, straight up. It doesn't have to do Pushing with a nigga head into the bed. And it has, to, it has to do with... So you said your primary can't be that. <laughs> what I'm saying is there will be no secondary. <laughs> I'm not going to say there will never be, but I'm just saying that like... You got two for one special. No! <laughs> Arby's, where's the meat? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> That's what she said. That is. That's why I call lesbians vegetarians. No meat. Anyway. <laughs> so I'm going to pour some more wine. <laughs> you like more wine? Okay, come on. Give me a glass. <laughs> oh my you were saying. Um, what was the, what was the 
we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about vegetables. <laughs> We're talking about vegetables. <laughs> um, no, it's all in the approach, and it's right. all in the communication of it all. And you, <laughs> it's just it's it's all in the approach. Because here's the thing: if I have been very vulnerable vulnerable with you, mm-hmm. I have been open with you. Right. I feel comfortable with you. I trust you. Mm-hmm. I might let you... Listen. Yes. (laughs) I might turn the stubborn down a little. Mm -hmm. But if we have gotten to that point in a year, Mm -hmm. you will know, because I'm very vocal about it, my levels of if I'm going to listen to you or not. Okay. And, And that's just because that's how I am in getting to know someone and how I piecemeal it out in a way that feels comfortable for me. And where I am. Um, but like I said, if you're my husband, we are obviously at a place where I right. have decided to enter into a legally binding contract yes. with you. And I will... Uh, I know. <laughs> work with you on yes, it. Yes, because I was about to say compromise. compromise. But compromise is a tricky, tricky word it's because some people true. have different definitions of compromise and it moves into the submissive submit to your husband thing that we have always been taught to do and I will say I have grown out of that Mm -hmm. coming from a very good Catholic girl Mm -hmm. lifestyle of like no 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 I will follow you if I trust that I know you will not lead me into danger Mm -hmm. that I know that you'll be cool if I take a few more steps and walk next to you Mm -hmm. that is where but that's communication. It's communication, exactly. I do want to touch on that because you're saying when you feel vulnerable. That's what she said. But you should... <laughs> this bigot, this guy here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't oh, help. Because I want to say when it comes to a relationship, to a point, you we both have to be vulnerable to a point where we're willing to trust each other blindly. Yes. Meaning I have totally fulfilled you and you have totally fulfilled me, so we have that trust. But exactly. let our guards down. So mm-hmm. sometimes when like these guys talk about what their wives and things are wearing, like why you didn't see that in the beginning? And if she dressed like that in the beginning, why do you want her to change now? Why is it an issue? You now? was attracted exactly. to that then. Exactly. Like for me, technically, technically, there's no difference half the time. If me and my wife we go to the beach all the time, if she could wear a thong at the beach, I'm gonna tell her she can't wear a crop top at City Park. Like she's still exposing herself. At some point, so you either got to be okay with it not being done at all or being done sometimes because the part that we're going to pick and choose when we're going to um, control how people dress and what they wear, I think that's when a lot of the time we have issues. Because I feel that most of the time, women know time and place. You know where you're going, you know what you're going to wear, and you know what reactions you're going to get. So if you're okay with that, I'm not going to be like, oh, you shouldn't wear that. That's just me because I also go back to trust. Like, I don't feel that if she dresses, I guess, whatever we want to call it, like a whore or whatever, that she's going to go home with somebody else. I still expect for her to come home to me. She going so. home? And I think it, this whole, that whole convert, that whole thing, mm-hmm. how that happened, I just saw the root of it being insecurity. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I think we're all on the same page Look, that that's what that was. I mean, that's... And the biggest problem being how you went about it. Oh, absolutely. Yes. There's absolutely no reason for you to say stuff on social media. That should have been a conversation. He literally should have texted Kiki. And also, mm-hmm. Usher don't want Kiki. You don't know that? You don't know that? <laughs> no, I think Usher likes him old. 
That's gonna be here. I don't know. But that's not that's not the point. The point is Kiki had cheeks out. He could look. I'm trying to tell you. Kiki looked good. She Kiki did. Damn, sure did. Okay. I want yeah, yeah. to put nothing on social media. I'm like, damn, why your cheeks out like that, girl? Come on, yeah. come on home. It, that, exactly. it, that is, it, that's what. I got happen. a chair for you to sit on. But that did not happen. Which is it's my face. <laughs> that part. <laughs> I need some moisturizer for my beard. Bring that ass here. Oh um, my. Essential oils. That is. Oh my. Hey, this is hey girl. Hey girl. <laughs> This is how men converse. I, I, I Clearly. Know. We're, we're being very well behaved right I know. now. At brunch, we be talking. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, no, I've heard it. I've, I've heard it. Vulnerable. Yes. If you're being vulnerable. If you're being vulnerable. Oh, okay. I'm trying to be vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what it's called. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, you allow somebody to sit on your face. That's being vulnerable. You might not make it out. If he dies, he dies. Damn. <laughs> and that's a chance we're willing to it's, it's You know what? I signed up for that shit. Yeah, I signed up for that shit. I love that for you. <laughs> you good, Justin? I ain't dying for no pussy. I'm sorry. Huh? That was great. Huh? No, the hell it ain't. conversation turn. Yeah. Look, yeah. So, <laughs> ADHD part two. There you go. Oh God! Yeah, I ought to wipe the tears from my eyes. Um, but anyway, so double standards. Um, yeah. So we appreciate that you're here to keep us on track. Um, <laughs> you got something to say, Mister? I'm just listening to the conversation and just, just taking it all in. But what I want to know is this whole violence thing you would choose. Like, what kind of physical harm would you do? <laughs> Damn! I'm curious. Oh, it's like violence. Wait, um, you don't want to know. I, I kind of do want to know. I mean, we're going to put a few questions and we're going to get it right. Like, what would they do to your car? Remember no, no. Yeah, but <laughs> We had a family few like, questions. Tell me about that. that. Like, has that happened? What was the question? What would your ex do to your Right. To your vehicle, yeah, yeah. So it was like air out tires, bust the windows, uh, dent your car. So, would y'all so, no, because would you get a bat and beat a car? See, here's the thing in my brain, I want to beat the shit out of you, but in reality, in reality, that's not going to do anything for me. It'll only I want to you back, hurt right, you in other ways. Like, how can I find a way for it to be more long term and psychological? I'm, I'm very much a Disney villain when it comes to revenge. So, I'm you like, kidnap small children. Still so <laughs> Disney villain. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No. I, I mean in terms of like You drug people. I'm, okay, God, guys. Guys. You guys. Okay. I'm sorry. So when I when I say now, you know me, Marlon. I am I do. four foot ten. Did you hear me when I say that? That never stopped nobody. That's what I'm saying. But I You kneecap height. I am. And also <laughs> I have been told that I have a heavy hand. I'm just like so when you I'm. Hit no, 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 no! no. Beat like, shit out, like, You know when you when Look, you like, nigga in a kneecap brought him down. Knees, like I have been told that like damn, Ange, your hand's like a toddler, but it, it hurts. So, but <laughs> in the thing, like problem. Catherine said, in my head, I am just like, I have a ten point plan of how to ruin. Your life physically. So this is like a car inspection. You got a plan for it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So not the state. So it's the stages of grief, but for someone else. It's the anger port. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, anger like, portion. So in my last relationship, it. Hmm? 
<laughs> repeatedly. I and I, I told him, I said, <laughs> if I were simply tall enough, I literally would punch you in your chest right now and would not care. I could have, but the chest. Like the hip. Nah. You was going to punch him with something. Yes. Yo, you was going to physically. It's nice to meet you. Honduran hitman out to handle the day. I just want to say it was nice to meet everybody. Sorry I got to head out earlier. <laughs> but I have to go to work on a Sunday. Look, it be make like that. that. Money. Don't let that make money that make money. you. But it was definitely nice to meet you. Nice yourself. to meet you. you Slight flex. I'm a flex. I was a flex. Um, so what I mean by that is, like Catherine said, I will inflict physical violence if necessary. If necessary, um, because what if they like that? What if they ended it? And I'm gonna be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find another way. Be like, and that's why harder, I mommy, harder. <laughs> oh, yes. And also, I. Am someone that doesn't feel rage often. Like I don't. It takes a lot for me to get really angry, and I am always terrified that like, like I don't know how to catch myself if I get to a place because I don't. I don't know my threshold for anger. Mm. So that's why I always just resort to um, psychological mm. violence. And like so. Like what? So. So I was. But that was a lot of psychological stuff. Like, yeah, you got to cut your arm off, but you got to cut your arm off. So you got to live with the trauma of you have to make the decision to actively cut your arm off. I mean, she got excited when I said that. That's a list. She said, ooh. (laughs) Number number 11. Let me trap your arm right here. You got to cut it off to get up. In the sense of not like that, but also, I know there are so many things that I could have done and I should have done in the past. But I didn't do it because I knew that it wasn't going to change anything. It wasn't mm-hmm. going to make him like me more or make him tell the truth. or do. It wasn't, if anything, it was going to hurt me more than it hurt him. Because, like, I can kick a car, but it's going to hurt my foot. And I, yeah... I'm not gonna kill anybody. I'm, not, I'm just saying what you talked about earlier. It's just, it's just very much. <laughs> but like I just you. maim. Yeah. Really, just like psychologically. Psychologically, and just really have you like sitting in Shook. the dark, like burning sage. All being by like, Damn, myself. Be like, uh huh. I told you. Yeah. Yeah, she's tough line. That's tough. See, I can respect that though. Psychological trauma is a beautiful way to harm people. Very much so. Absolutely. And I know this because. I'm currently unpacking a lot of shit in therapy from harm that people did not intentionally put mm, on me. Right. But it's just so easy to do. And then you don't realize that, like, oh, that's why I do that. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't get this when I was a child. Mm-hmm. Or I did get this, and now I'm reacting this way. Mm. Um, and so it has lasting effects. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that part. The, the what? what? Yeah, the devil. Oh, you missed, you missed it. Oh, so Uh-oh. her I'm people did some voodoo shit. <clears throat> my 
like Catholic voodoo shit though. Ooh, it's exactly so you, when you want to sell a house, you take a St. Joseph's. Oh, and you bury it. Yeah. yeah. Upside down. Yeah. Oh. And then see, when you sell the house, I wasn't that deep. Like a, I wasn't that deep in Catholicism, so that's new to me. Like you can, like she literally bought the statue from a Catholic bookstore. Like, yeah. It's a known thing. Yeah. Mm. They sell them. Just, and you yeah. just bury it in your yard, yard upside the down. The thing is, is that she never, it took her 10 years, and so now she's funny. not even like here. And so I was just like, I, don't, I mean, we so it didn't work too I well. Where is that? It could it's be the same. It's probably down the way. Yeah. Oh, on the wow. side. So that's why I was just like, I'm not even about to unbury it. Okay. And then she had me go fetch a doll outside the yeah, inside of the house. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it shit looks like Annabelle. I mean, cool. Uh, exactly. And I'm light skinned. I'm not about to get possessed. Uh, I'm gonna be pasted already. No, I, just, I get I possessed. All the color drains out my skin. Then it's just skin. like that. My point exactly. The little bit of like I got like twelve percent melanin across my entire body. That's a stretch. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Shit. I felt that one. Right. Like, do you understand? I, I still this. fucking sunburn. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, fucking hard it is. I'm so sorry for you that you sunburn. Yeah. You don't know what that's like. I got a sunburn one time in my life. I wish you sunburn one day. Oh no. Matter of fact, on the back of your leg. <laughs> it very, is. very specific. On the back of your calf. But see, that's what we're talking about when we talk about psychological stuff. The stuff that's actually gonna cause some harm. Like that question about like when you. I was gonna say something about your edges, but I didn't want to do that. That you gonna. Oh, that right there. That right there. Ouch. That was a backhand. And that wasn't me. Right. Now that was a heavy hand. It was. It was the red one from the city. If you know anything about red women from New Orleans. Like I grabbed my chest just now. I felt bad. Yeah. If you know anything about red women from New Orleans, that's, you know you you know that, the way that sounds. my brother, and he's about to shut the hell up. And right? also, there's about to be a red handprint on it. <laughs> exactly. See? Oh. Look at this. I'm turning red already. See? You know, so this is the type of abuse we take. And we anyway, just have to be okay with saying, it. Before I was really interrupted. Oof. The, um, my that chest hurts. The question of, like, when you break up with somebody, what is the thing that you're going to steal from the house that's going to be minor oh, inconvenience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to steal... You're a charging cord, so you can't charge me. So so that's when it's like that's what I mean when I'm like the psychological hurt. Like what can I take oh, from your house that make you uncomfortable? I'm taking the TV your remote. Shoe strings, batteries. Shoe strings, no, remote, knobs. Battery doorknobs. Doorknobs <laughs> take equipment, doorknobs take work. Leave the fish. I just wanna say the chair. Taking someone's toilet paper is the lowest of the low that, that you is. can go. Toilet paper because you know when you, when you go and you take a shit, you don't even right. You don't even think about it until you look over and it's like, damn, uh. it's gone. <laughs> so now I gotta stand up do? and I have Why shit in my ass. <laughs> With the lockdown and started buying toilet paper. I'm just saying, but that's, right that's now, low. If that's, you took, I don't give a shit about toilet paper. You take my wife, cool. We're gonna fight. I'm swear to God. <laughs> well, shit, I'm gonna show up at your house, shit ass and all. In the bag. Go have a problem. <laughs> Throw that shit on your door. Give me my wife. Scarlet letter, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm do like they did the Egyptians. Put that shit all on your door. <laughs> Fuck around. You gonna take the shit out the door? <laughs> Motherfucker. But then she wins because you went in there. Exactly. Nigga, that's when I got gloves. Oh, man. She no. won. She won. She no, took your she toilet won. paper. I don't she give won. a shit. It's gonna be on her door. Literally. And she I'm gonna leave. Clean she that won. up, motherfucker. And then when I tell people, like, he actually he threw shit, shit on, my, on my door. Yeah. 
Who's and I, the crazy she, one? Nah, she's probably going to say, I don't even think exactly. he wiped his... But, here, but here's the thing. You made you look Guess crazy. what? But here's the thing. You're going to do that. You still had to clean shit off your door. Nah, man. You you didn't even wipe. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. You're going to get right in the shower? Shower. Shower. Off top. What other options do I have? No, fuck that. I'm going to go outside with the hose. Hell no. Hell no. You need pressure. You, you gotta apply some pressure to get this shit off your ass. See, that's when you get the like. I don't know about you. I got the brushes and the scrubber things. You gotta throw that out after that. Yeah, no, you do. That's but a, I can go get another situation. one from Walmart for twelve ninety five. Mm. Shitty situation. It is. Yeah. It is. Motherfucker stealing wipes and toilet paper. I mean, you know. You can't call nobody because I stole your charger cord. Right. That's like. I don't know. I don't you know. Get the charger cord. I'm, I'm always calling Ashley. Like we don't have no toilet paper here. Help, SOS. Take a shower first. Like, saying all type of shit, man. Help. Yeah, no, for real. I don't yell downstairs, like, because I go upstairs to the restroom because that's my private quarters. And when I run out of toilet paper, I'm, like, losing my fucking mind. So I'm texting her, yelling, I need toilet paper. So that that hurts my heart if you steal toilet paper from people's houses after a break. Look, I prep my bathrooms. I, living by yourself is something that, um... Mm. Nothing could have prepared me for. Oh, really? Nothing could have prepared me for living mm-hmm. alone. Because you start to think. You, you do spend a lot of time thinking. Mm-hmm. A lot of time thinking. And then you think like, okay. Like, there have been many times where I have tripped walking down my stairs <sighs> in my apartment. Oh, no. I'm clumsy. I'm a clumsy, stubborn little goat. Okay? Got that out of there. Um, and every time I like, <laughs> just like, okay. Now, if something were to happen to me. Mm-hmm. Who would know? Life, yeah, alert. Get that life alert. I life did alert. fear that only during the lockdown because oh, it was yeah. just like, oh, well, nobody I'm can really, really by myself. Yeah. Like all of my friends have partners, and I am like by myself, and I'm just like, oh, I'm just in this building. Look, I had COVID. I was gonna die. I was gonna die. It was what it was. Oh my god. Yeah, I got it like right at the beginning of the lockdown. Oh. I was fucked up. Oh, you had that. That alpha variant. Yeah. yeah. I had that new new. That shit was <laughs> that hard. <OG. laughs> Look, she was dropping off powers and shit to me every now and then. Like I was struggling. She ain't dropping no, she ain't dropping no toilet paper off though. Huh? She ain't dropping no toilet paper off. No, she ain't dropping no toilet paper. Don't come out the door. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I just want to make sure you were alive. Yep. Just... Straight up. I was struggling, man. I couldn't breathe for shit. I couldn't even get up my stairs. Oh. It was tough. Yeah, I had COVID. I thought I was gonna die. I only had that one night. I had COVID twice. I the first time I had that shit for like three months. I need some wood. Cause huh? You, baby. Oh. Knock on it. I you went. never had it? Never had oh, it. Oh, good for you. you. Never had it. I was, I was, I'm the only one that has only had it once. I had it. I had this shit twice. Yeah, twice. My son got it with me. Oh. Oh, yeah. And he, imagine children. he was absolutely okay. Oh. The little raggedy bastard. <laughs> you the one that got all the symptoms. And he just, he I'm dying. <laughs> I am dying. Literally, bitching. I got a fever, snotting, tested positive, coughing, hacking. This motherfucker, dad, let's get breakfast. No, nigga. I, I can't go nowhere. We can't. We are quarantining I'm for two dying. weeks. I call his mama. Hey, bring some food for cuz. You got it. Bitch. Oh, no. <laughs> I am literally, like, she dropped them off to me. Oh, no. Knowing you had COVID. Knowing I had COVID. Knowing he had COVID. 
and they were her and my other son. They were just fine. They were going out. They went to Outback and shit. They was going to First Wife. They and I'm just sitting here struggling. Oh man, double standard. Yep. Yep. I can. I can. Cause I can die with the kid. Cause he just got to fend for himself. Cause I can barely move. But greater good. The greater good. I was gonna say that. The greater good. But did you die? That's a double standard. I think that's something else. Yes, and I came back on the third day. (laughs) On on camera. Camera. I'm sorry. On mic. I won't say on mic. Look. Yeah. Came back on the third day after two weeks. Amen. Amen. That's a blessing. blessing. Yeah. What happened? Mm -hmm. None. Yeah. No. But all right. So. There's obvious double standards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are. But communication mm-hmm. being the foundational thing of all those, that 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 resolves a lot of them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then I think that you can resolve a lot of that by not getting caught up in the perception of what a relationship should be. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we allow social media, we allow friends, family, perceptions, whatever, to dictate what our relationship should be mm-hmm. versus essentially just stating from, at some point in the beginning, obviously it doesn't have to be date one, mm-hmm. but if you're deciding this is going to be more than just a date or dates plural, this is going to be more than, you know, a casual relationship that's going to be a relationship, okay, let's discuss some more serious topics. Mm-hmm. And then that eliminates that. I won't say eliminates the double standard. Yeah. It eliminates you having to deal with the double standard. Well, yeah. yeah. Because the thing is, is that double standards are more of a internal thought process. Like mm-hmm. what I tell myself is right and wrong. Right. In the world, what I tell myself I should do, in, you know, in comparison to what you do, what are the gender roles, how mm-hmm. I want our relationship to have, how I want um, men and women to act, how I want people in certain roles to act. Like, you know, that can lead to a double standard. It's more of, um, you know, do you want to deal with it um, that you can eliminate by having conversations ahead of time? Yeah. And it also sitting there and not thinking that you have to deal with that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to have a conversation about a guy having a vasectomy because that's clearly what he wants. Mm-hmm. One, it could also change. Like, if he decided that, you know, Maybe I can have another child later in life. He can't. Now, I'm not going to sit here and... What did Michael Scott say? Snip, snap, snip, snap? No, I'm not about to sit here and and bank on him changing it. No. But I'm also going to... I'm not going to put him in a category of someone who I'm going to want to seriously date then because it's like I... You you decide you clearly don't want to have any more kids. And Mm -hmm. I'm not about to sit here and change your mind. Mm -hmm. Um. I also think people just don't think their opinions are highly important. And they think themselves too important as a human being that they are. They're not. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a word. That is a word. Oh, what's the phrase? Is they overestimate the importance as human beings. Woo! Um, and so, yeah. The best part of them rolled down their mama leg. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. I can't drink this wine. Right now. <sighs> Can I, you, you mentioned I'm smart pop and I'm over here. Please, I was going to actually ask you, can you fill up the cup? 
that way I don't have to take the bag. Thank you. You're so wonderful. I just, are you okay? I'm fine. I'm just, I'm checking on you. I have not stopped thinking about the fact that you had chili. Just so you know, once this episode's over with, <laughs> he's going to bed. Just so you know. Thank you so much. Hey, look, it'd be like that. Oh, no, I'm good. Thank you. You know, um, I also think that we should not box ourselves in mm-hmm. to any preset beliefs. Like you said earlier, um, you were talking about the I have to do this or mm-hmm. within this. No, you don't. Fuck it. Fuck them people. I'm a very big proponent of fuck them people. Mm-hmm. The people being anybody and everybody. I think for me, it's um, I am a five-year plan kind of girl. Mm. And I've as I've gotten older and things happen and life happens, you realize that like you can make plans, mm-hmm. but you also need to learn to adjust. And mm-hmm. I am in the process of learning to adjust. Because mm-hmm. um, as I get older, like I'm actually getting to a place now where I'm like, I could not get married. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with All right, that. Oprah. Or I could not have kids. And every day, I would... Every day, I had to get close to the mic. I get there, and I'm like, that sounds terrible. Just That you're okay with not having kids? No, the concept of having children. Oh. Every day, I'm like, mm, hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I think that has a lot to do with me getting older mm-hmm. and um, seeing my friends become mothers and be like, yeah, I really love how I've crafted my life. Like, I mm-hmm. am living my life by my own design. Mm-hmm. And a child right now would be a delight. I'd be the perfect mother. I know I would. But at this moment, the it fact would be that, an inconvenience. The fact that I wasted 15 minutes on my couch today trying to figure out a Drake song name. <laughs> I you would not be able that. to do that with children. You're no, no, you, you can. Wouldn't. I'm going to tell you right now. It, I, would, that would, you I would not even have the space to be quiet enough to let that thought cross my mind. Not for at least a decade. Exactly. At the yeah. very least. Yeah. And you, you'd be so surprised of how I like sit and I think I'm like, this is something my best friend cannot do. Well, like she, so I'll say this too. As the only single parent in the room, that's not necessarily true, depending on your relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you, it's about how you structure your relationship at yeah. the end of the day. It's about how you structure your partnership, how you structure your parenting. Like, my my sons at this point are fairly self-sufficient. I can trust that they won't die. That's half the battle. That's half the battle right there. You <laughs> yeah. know, they're they're gonna be eleven and twelve in like a month. Oh, that's a good age. It is, and so like I I meal prep for them, so I just put it in the microwave. Don't die, and then. <laughs> that's what my mom did. I put something about them in the fridge. You know, and it's all good parents meal prep. Uh, yeah. So I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your kids are. Miniature still? Yes. You have a toddler? I'm not offended. I know. <laughs> I'm not. I think yeah. that Japanese Y'all plum wine was Because my son wants red beans, beans from Popeyes. He said, Daddy, you want Popeyes? I'm red beans and Popeyes. Okay, let's do it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love that. I love that for him. Red 
He wants that or uh, fries and McDonald's. Those are two things he wants. Wait. Am I tall? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't buy my kids. Or my kids and, uh, don't uh, like red cheese pizza. That's the thing, too. Literally, last night, I literally texted my friend and I said, do you know what I would do hmm? for a Chuck E. Cheese pizza right now? <laughs> no, I mean, they're expensive, yeah. <laughs> I thought about getting one to myself. Like, I miss those those pizzas. I'm like, that was a grilled cheese. Like, nah, bro. I would do for some grilled cheese no, right now. Literally, last night, I'm probably saying a little too much, but... I um, have gotten into the practice of um, medicinal gummies. Okay. Um, Love it. Full disclosure, I have an anxiety disorder. Yes. Yeah. You didn't pick up on that. And it's helping, but I only yeah. take a little quarter and I have it with my wine. Mm-hmm. And I like the, the champagne on an airplane mm. kind of feel going on. Okay. And I literally texted my friend last night and I was like, girl, do you know what I would do for a Chuck E. Cheese pizza? Just a slice and then a slice of the cake. Mm-hmm. So I actually think I might be a toddler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At four eleven, that's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Mm-hmm. You know what? It's been a great I mean, episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming. Mental thing. But I, yeah. I was gonna say it was that it sounds like inner child coming out. Yeah. It'd be happy. And, and I will say yeah. in therapy, I am actively healing my inner child. Yes. She, that little girl, is something. Mm-hmm. And. I'd be like, girl, what do you need? Because right now, I need you to leave me alone. She needs a cheese pizza. You call her little Angie, right? Yeah. Yeah, she just and needs some Chuck E. Cheese pizza. She just, and she doesn't need to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Just the pizza. Pe- you not. can order the pizza. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I know these things. Now, it's a choice mm-hmm. of if I will do it or not. But right. we find other avenues that are a little bit okay. more healing. Costco? Sam's? No. No. Nah, I'll try. Ain't, ain't the same. It's not the same. Okay. It's not. It's 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 the yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, it's all it is. Like going in there. Yeah, my kids are fucking bougie. Um. Hmm. Yeah. They want square cut, thin crust. Oh, it's the best. That is the best. <laughs> huh? No extra sauce. They 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 like cheese. It's just simple. Oh, I love that. Uh, yeah. Oh, like that. Let's go to to the sushi place. Ooh, hibachi. Ooh. Love it. Yeah. I you said hibachi and I literally feel like black people are literally holding the economics of hibachi in the palm of their hands. I don't know any subgroup of people that love hibachi more than black people. Because the damn sure ain't the Asian people cooking it. No. <laughs> and I love that for us. Like, hold on to that. Keep the hibachi energy strong. I really yes. don't like hibachi. Oh, I'm sorry. I think it's like I want them to do more. Like I want them to not put on a show. I want them. No, to No, I want the show. No, no, I want the fucking show. I need you to breathe fire, motherfucker. <laughs> the little, the little train. That I don't want. If I go to hibachi and this motherfucking Spanish guy cooking, I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> I didn't come here for Paco's noodles. <laughs> wow. Tacos, noodles, and tacos. Wow. That, was race, we that was racist. Tacos and sushi, wow. tacos and sushi. That's mochi, and sushi multicultural. And antidepressants. <laughs> no, that's not what I came here for. <laughs> what what black, I came here for. What's a black person doing to you? Like, man, bro, what are you doing? I'm going to tell you right now. They got a hibachi <laughs> place that like opened that. up on Claiborne. No, <laughs> Claiborne in Louisiana. There's a fucking hibachi place. Why? I don't know. It's next to a washeteria. And I was like, <laughs> "Don't eat there." <laughs> I, I, I want to go just to the see how fucking wild this don't shit is. Don't eat there. No, I want. I don't want to eat there, but I want to go. 
though. That'd be hilarious. Is <laughs> <laughs> a BYOB. Give your dad's deck a reason and go inside. That part. Because it used to be like a chicken place, like Manchu's. Oh, yeah. But it, it's not. It's a hibachi spot now. And I'm like, how did you get a hibachi in there? Like, it's big enough for hibachi? They probably just have, like, one or two. I mean, yeah, but on Claiborne and Louise, it's right next to Chicken and Watermelon. Like, right across the street from it on Claiborne. It is, no, it is absolutely did some I black shit. Did I not just say black people are holding the economy of hibachi in the palm no, of their no, no, no. hands? I love us. We're holding the economy. We're not actually cooking on a hibachi grill. But we are, when we I are walk going in, there and we are buying I, it. No, no. When <laughs> I walk in, I am, a, I am expecting like six little Blackstone grills and some brothers in leather sandals in there cooking noodles and rice and shit. That's dangerous. Oh, that's very that's, dangerous. Yeah, no. I'm I think I need to go to hibachi soon. I mean... We could do I'm it. Good. <laughs> You're good on that. I'm good. I would I'm love good. to do hibachi, like actually do it, but I would just pretend to be different races. On that note, I am ethnically <laughs> ambiguous, oh not racially. God. See, see. What, what was that? Yes, I am light skinned. My arm's still red from where she hit me. Oh my god, it is though. No, it's not. Slightly, I still it's feel a sting. Why are you being dramatic? On my spirit. Um. It's like a white person being dramatic. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> ladies, yes. thank you for joining us on this thank episode. You <laughs> thank you. It's been a pleasure getting your opinion on a double standard. Just getting beat on. <laughs> yeah, Mars looking very red over here. My God. Oh my God. You can be okay, bro? I'm gonna be good. Oh. It hurts on the inside. Jesus, take the wheel. Huh? And outside too. I mean, I kind of like that one. But that's, So Angie, that's what's your uh, social media? You, um, share? you can follow me on all the things at Angie World Order. Um, it's just nothing but cute shenanigans over there. <laughs> yeah. And making shit. Producing yeah, shit. Be producing and making shit. Writing mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. Making shit happen. Yeah, I'm Being currently on my third book, and it is, it is not easy. Wait, have you published the first two? Not yet. Okay. To be to be determined. If you need a publisher, I know somebody. Black-owned, woman-owned publishing really? company. Really? Yeah. Mm. There you go. Yeah, I... Yes. Yes. They are works in progress, and they work in the universe together. Okay. So, uh... That's what I'm working this on. This is like fiction or non-fiction? Fiction. Oh, I'm fucking with it. Come on. Yes. Dude. That's all I read. Escapism. Let's go. Uh, yeah, it's it's very much escapism. <laughs> <laughs> it's escapism for me as the writer. Because who well. needs the real world? Right. And Ms. K, what's your social media? Um, <clears throat> you can find me at Cat the Therapist. The Such Therapist. Love it. Thank you. Love it. Catherine, it's so good to see you. I know. I'm so excited to we see you. We go way too. back. Like full flats on a Cadillac. Yeah. Uh -huh. Diamond in the back. Yeah. Just yeah. Rooftop. Love, that part. <laughs> also, Marlon and I go way back. There you go. We went to middle school together. We did. We went to elementary school together. That's crazy. I know. Yeah, Marlon was such a nerd in middle school. I believe it. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us <laughs> the podcast. Nice, on social media, on threads, all that good stuff, and we out. Peace. Peace. Key sweat, you good? <laughs> <laughs>
and that's another episode. Give us a like and follow on Facebook and Instagram at Daily Dollar Show Podcast. And listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. RBS. Yes.